You're welcome once again to Treasure House of God broadcast, Abeokuta, Nigeria. This is another edition of the World School program with a theme, Exploiting Greatness. We'll be considering Lesson 19, page 35 down to page 36. Today's topic is Hidden Treasure of God. Hidden Treasure of God. Let's bow down ahead for prayer. Our precious Father, we want to thank you for another moment in your presence to learn from your feet. Bible says that the entrance of the world giveth light and giveth understanding to the simple. Almighty Father, we pray that you will speak to us expressly this moment in the name of Jesus. Thank you, precious Lamb of God. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Our text for today is Proverbs chapter 2. From verse 1 down to verse 17, I'll be taking King James Version. I read, My son, if thou will receive my words and hide my commandment with thee, so that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lifted up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for he treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth, cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up some wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the parts of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When wisdom entereth into the heart and knowledge is pleasant unto the soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward things, who live the paths of uprightness. To walk in the ways of the darkness, who rejoice to do evil, and delight in the forwardness of the wicked, whose ways are crooked, and they forward in their paths. To deliver thee from the strange women, even from the stranger, which flattered with our words, which forsaked the guide of our youth, and forgotten the covenant of our God. Hallelujah. A memory verse is taken from the verse 6 of that chapter, and I read, For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Repeat it after me. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Hallelujah. Introduction. One of the cardinal points of being a Christian is having the ability to operate in the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God provides a good foundation for exploit in greatness. And another definition of wisdom is the power to unravel the fullness of God that is hidden from man's operation on earth. The first step in hunting for a hidden treasure is the desire. You must have a desire. A desire to want to find him, to want to find it. In the course of finding it, you must understand that every hidden treasure has a code. I mean, have a code to unlock it. For the hidden treasure, which is the wisdom, to be unlocked in your life, you need the person of Jesus Christ, who is the wisdom of God. And we must first of all, listen to him 
and his offer of salvation. God wants us to know not only what is right, but also to do that which is right. Hallelujah. What is hidden treasure of God? The hidden treasure of God is the wisdom of God, and the wisdom of God is Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. The hidden treasure of God is the wisdom of God, and the wisdom of God is Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. We can find that in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24, King James Version. But unto them which are called birds, Jews, and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. We are talking of the wisdom of God here, which is Christ. And that is why book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7 says, Wisdom is the principal things. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get what? Understanding. I love the New International Version. It says, Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, Get understanding. Wisdom may cost you a lot of things for you to have, but you must by all means get it because it's paramount. Let's hear what wisdom have to say. Book of Proverbs chapter 8. I'll be taking verse 11, verse 12, verse 14 down to verse 15. For wisdom is better than rubies and all the things that may be desired are not compared to it. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty invention. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. Wisdom is speaking here. It says, I have strength. By me, kings reign and princes decree justice. It says, by me, princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. This can be traced to the life of Solomon in the scripture, in the book of 1 Kings, chapter 4, verse 13 and verse 34. And Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east country and all the wisdom of Egypt. And there came of all people to hear the wisdom of Solomon from all kings of the earth which had heard of his wisdom. We are talking of wisdom. I say Christ is the wisdom of God. We are talking of the wisdom that supersedes order here. And now let's move, look at the wisdom personified itself. Book of Mark chapter 6 verse 2. And when the Sabbath day was come, he, that is Jesus Christ, began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, from whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hand? If you really want to be at the top and you want to operate at the level at which our Lord Jesus Christ operated, you need the wisdom of God, which is Christ himself. Can we go to our vital point for the day? To have the wisdom of God, there are some vital points we have to put into consideration. And the first of all is, we must apply our heart to understanding. What is understanding? This is the ability to, to translate meaning from the facts. 
The fact is the knowledge. And we have to translate the fact. The fact that Jesus Christ is the law to the glory of the Father cannot be disputed, but its application to your life matters. Ability for you to be able to apply the word of God. Ability for you to be able to apply the fact that Jesus Christ is the Son of God into your day-to-day activities. That's what brings about the understanding of the knowledge of Christ that you have. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 2 says, So that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom and apply thy heart to understanding. If you look at the book of Proverbs chapter 18 verse 2, A fool has no delight in understanding, but that his heart may discover itself. What is the scripture saying here? If you are the one that tests after the wisdom of God, the scripture is saying that you are not full of yourself. But if you do not have the wisdom of God, Bible refers to you as a fool, which means you have interest in your own personal decision and your own personal steps that you take. And this is not even good enough for us, honestly. I pick a word from Charles Pongeon's Right up, he once wrote, and I picked, said, to know is not to be wise. That's different between knowledge and wisdom. For you to know something, if you know it and you do not apply it, then it's of no use. And many men know a great deal and are all the greater fools for it. Why? Because they lack application. They do not apply nor include Christ in their dealings. And that is why book of Romans chapter 1, verse 28, it says, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, Bible says God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Vital point number two. Spend a lifetime growing in Christ and learning about God and his word. About God and his word. Book of Psalm 119 verse 130 says that the entrance of thy word giveth light. It giveth understanding to the simple. If you are really testing for the wisdom of God, which is Christ Jesus, you have to study the word of God. Because in him lies all the treasure of the word. No wonder Joshua 1 verse 8 says something, that this book, which is the scripture, of the Lord shall not depart from thy mouth, but thou shalt do what? Meditate therein when day and night, that thou mayest to observe, to do according, look at that, according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt, what? Make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good sources. Look at that clause. And then thou shalt have good sources. Which means if you do not study the word and apply it to your life, I'm afraid your sources may be delayed. Hallelujah. 
Proverbs 2, verse 4 to 5. If thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for her treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. I pray may you find the knowledge of God in your day-to-day activities as you move in the journey of faith in Jesus Christ's name. Vital point number three. Stay away from sin. I repeat, stay away from sin as you can. Proverbs 3, verse 7. Let's look at it together. It says, Be not wise in thine own eye, but do what? Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Romans 6, verse 2, 15 says, What then shall we sin because we are not under the law? It's a question. But under grace, say, God forbid. So if you are the type that crave to know more of God and dwell much in the wisdom of God, you have to do what? Stay away from sin. For book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 22 stated it clearly that abstain from all appearance of evil. Hallelujah. The appearance was shown in the book of Proverbs chapter 2, from that verse 14 down to 15, where he made mention that these people, they rejoice to do evil and delight in the forwardness of the wicked, whose ways are crooked and they frowned in their path. Amen. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 36. For whosoever findeth me, wisdom is speaking here, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me did what? Wrongeth his own soul. All they that have hate me, the love death. Few did not take the wisdom of God. If you ignore the wisdom of God, it means you are brazen death. That is simply what it means. I move to vital point number four. And it says, seek good examples of good people. Look at that adjective. Good people, not bad people. In the Bible, and desire to be like them. We have example of people in the scripture that live a life that is pleasing unto the Lord. We have people like our father Abraham, father of faith. When God asked him to sacrifice the only son, he did not hesitate to do so. So this is a good example you can emulate. Is there anything in your life that you are carrying that you feel it is so special that you cannot drop for the work of the gospel? What is that thing that you are holding on to? You can follow the life of our father Abraham. It's going to help us a lot. What of brother Joseph in the scripture? He did not dance to the tune of Potiphar's wife. Why? Because he knew quite well that he has Christ in him. And at that time, he believed that he said, should I do this and sin against God? Just as I treated the other time, that you should do away with sin. You cannot be sinning at the same time dwelling in the wisdom of God. And that is what made Joseph to be successful in the palace. Another example to be followed is Daniel. 
Bible says that Daniel proposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with king's portion. Same way with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Despite the fact they are that they are given the freedom to eat whatever they like, to drink, to do the way they would like to, but they refuse. It's a great lesson for us as believers too to follow. We have many more examples too. We have like Ruth in the scripture. We have Deborah, the prophetess. We have Esther who stood her ground and said, if I perish, I perish. For who? Just because of the people of God. Can you stand tall for others? These are the examples that we need to follow. Hallelujah. We have more example and Paul's and the likes. I want us to consider book of Proverbs chapter 2. As 20, I read that thou mayest walk in the way of good men and keep the path of the righteous. Philippians 4 verse 8, I take the amplified version. It says, finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, Whatever is right and confirmed by God's word. Look at the word here now. Whatever is pure and wholesome. Whatever is lovely and brings peace. Whatever is admirable and of good repute. If there's an excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise. Scripture is telling us that think continually on these things. What does it mean? Center your mind on them and implant them into your heart. I want to tell you, my viewer, wisdom is worth searching for. It's something that you need. It's something that I need to achieve and to fulfill in this generation. Let us consider the book of Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid again. And from joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buy that field. In this scripture, there is a man here. The field that the man was walking on, it discovered that there is a hidden treasure there. The land is not his property, but because he needs to get the treasure in there, he has to go and sell all that he has to do what? To buy it. Just because he needs something from that ground, which is the hidden treasure. Same way, the field as it is, is the world the world where you and I find ourselves, and all it is full of all its glamour, which many seek after today. And even despite all the struggle to get everything done, they could not even find the hidden treasure that God has prepared. Hallelujah. And this hidden treasure I'm talking about this moment is Christ himself. Christ, the son of the living God. That's what Paul found that makes him denounce all other glamour. And that's what made him to speak with boldness in the book of Philippians chapter 3, from verse 3 down to verse 8. I read, For we are the circumcision 
which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in, in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh, though I might also have confidence in the flesh. In if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more circumcise the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness, which is in the law, blameless. If you are to talk people that matters and people that have arrived. In fact, he said that, talk of anything. I have everything in time of riches and all kind. But he made mention of something where we are going to. It says, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness, which is in the law, blameless. But one thing were gained to me. And what is that thing? Those I counted laws. Imagine. Whatever you have that you think is paramount to your life cannot be compared to one thing that I'm preaching to yours today, which is Christ Jesus. He said, I counted loss for Christ. Yes, doubtless, and I, and I count all things, but loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them, but dung that I, I may win Christ. Hallelujah. No wonder Philippians 1 verse 21 say, For to me to live is Christ and to die his gain. No wonder Ecclesiastes 7 verse 12 says, For wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is the wisdom giveth life to them that have it. Do you desire life? This moment. I love the New Living Translation. It says, wisdom and money can get you almost, almost anything. But only wisdom can save your life. Only wisdom can save your life. Have you been running out of scatter, looking for life that lasts longer? Come to Christ. How can you get the spiritual wisdom? Just three letters. A-S-K. Ask. Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. George Bernard Shaw once said, We are made wise not by the reconciliation of our past, but by the responsibility of our future, which means it is our responsibility to seek for wisdom, to seek for hidden treasure. No man ever wise by chance. We have a role to play in getting it. I conclude with this. Wisdom is the key in reaching out to believers and non-believers alike in the course of our journey in life. We will meet educated, uneducated, semi-educated, and even rural people who could never write or read. But desire to acquire the hidden treasure, which is the wisdom of God, to solve all riddles of your life. And by extension, the, the lives of people that you meet. Whether or not you're a Christian, there's still a lot of personal revelation that can be received from God's hidden treasure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The wisdom of God is a very strong immunity booster. It boosts human trinity. Your mind, your body, 
and your spirit. It balances your life. As a matter of fact, it enriches it and makes it stable. It rejuvenates your spirit, man. So if you want to be wise, all you have to do is simply make the choice to do so and act on it. Hallelujah. How blessed is the man who finds wisdom. I pray the Lord will release his wisdom upon you. Can you bow your head? Has to repeat this after me. Say, oh Lord God Almighty, grant me the wisdom to deal effectively with any challenge that comes my way. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. See you in our next edition of the World School. Till then, stay safe, stay blessed, and stay wise. Shalom. Thank you for joining us for today's broadcast. Before we close, we want to invite you to make the Lord Jesus Christ the Lord of your life if you are not yet born again. If you want to make that decision today, I want you to say this simple prayer. Pray with me. Say, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I come to you today as a sinner with the nature of Adam. I am by nature a sinful man, not by action. I want a new nature, the nature of Jesus Christ, by which I'll be able to function and have oral success. To that extent, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. From today, I receive the Spirit of Christ into my spirit to rule my life so that I can function as a good husband, as a good son to my parents, as a good wife, as a good daughter to my parents, and as a good parent to my children. Thank you, Father, for this privilege. In Jesus Christ's name, I have prayed. Amen. With that prayer, you have come into the family of God. You are welcome into the family of God. I counsel you to locate a good living church with the word of God to attend, whereby you grow therefore thank you and god bless there is no place thank you for staying tuned hope to see you in our next service god bless you we treasure you powerfully, powerfully.